Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Don, and it's almost Thanksgiving. It's been so long since we've actually recorded. It's been like like real episodes. It's been like two weeks. I know. It's just been so busy. You've been sick. I've been sick. You can still kind of hear it in my voice. In that Patreon episode, I re-listened to it, and I was like, "Ooh, you can hear it in my voice." Or I'm like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> well, you were you. I mean, it's going around. I don't yeah. know if it's going around with everybody else, but he, like at preschool, all the little kids are sick, and yeah. it's just kind of crazy. So, I'm just looking. All right. Do uh, your thing. What? Do your thing. If you've never listened to the podcast before, do that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to start it. You're going to do it. And I want, I don't want to hear like oh. what you think it is. I want to hear you do, because you did it like me. You right. do like your impression. Like sometimes Whitney like talks about my comedy and she does it in my voice. Right. Let's hear the, let's hear how I do the spiel, mom. Go for it. And I'll, I'll be over here in the corner dancing like you do. <laughs> If you've ever listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a movie review podcast (laughs) where a theme is given to us or we pick a theme and I don't remember the rest. No, listen, the uh, podcast for Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme where a theme is given to us and mom's, you haven't, what's going on? Are you good? Mom's been possessed. (laughs) I just like to make silly faces to make you crack up. What happens is I just crack myself up. Yeah, you just you just laugh. You like because I've got my eyes closed and making silly faces, and I um I I just crack myself up. (laughs) Cool. Kid doesn't mother approved is a weekly podcast. Each week we pick a theme. So down, you're too fast. No, not that. Come on, come on, come on. Contested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. You know what's weird? We'll get to the podcast eventually. Sure. Uh, is I said that in my normal Ruben voice. Yes. As opposed to my podcast voice. I, I realize that I have three separate voices, okay? Okay. Normal Ruben is like, yeah, so you know, I was thinking about going here, or like I wanted to go to the mall, but then I wasn't sure about it. Podcast room is like, What? What are you talking about? Like, it's like a little bit higher. And then, like, stand-up comedy Ruben is like, you guys ever, like, it's like nasally. And and loud. Yeah, oh, I'm loud. Yeah, yeah. and even with the microphone. Because I've seen you, you're so good and you're so funny. Yeah. But you're so loud with the microphone. I always want to look at you and be like, shh. No, that's the point. Oh, okay. Uh, is the point is that, well, because the thing is, too, is like, like, I am straight white male. I'm very, like, and not in a bad way, I'm very forgettable. Like, if, if you go see a competition... And there's a lot of guys who look like me. Right. They're very similar shows. There has to be something to me that makes my stuff stand out. So I'm a little bit loud. I'm a little nasally. Uh, and then, well, for the longest time, I had the mustache. I got rid of the mustache. But you it's know, back. It's it's kind of back, yeah. I There's a whole bit I do that is better if I have facial hair. It lands better if I have facial hair. But, um, but yeah, no, it's just funny because I, I totally realize that. Because I, I don't know why. I never listen to the show. I ever rarely listen to the show. But I was listening to my own stand-up. Because I was seeing, okay, do I like this? What do I like? How do I like that? And then I was listening to the show, and then I was like on the phone, and I was like, I totally talk in three separate ways for each thing. Okay. But I think that's what surprises people too is when I'm on stage and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. and then like I'm like, oh hey yeah, oh. someone's like, oh it was so good. I'm like, oh thank you so much. Like I'm very like, <coughs> I'm not like quiet, but I'm also not like like off stage too. Right. If I'm just like standing there. Well, just like I have my preschool teacher voice. Yeah, I which think. is this. I'm going to get you. No, I would never say that. That's creepy. <laughs> and then I have my- It is weird that when you show up to class, you just rise out of the floor. Yeah. No. And then and I- you toot, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Oopsie doopsies. I made a tootsies. 
And then I have my grown-up voice, but sometimes I do listen on the podcast and I can hear it that I've kind of switched over to Wait, my you have a teacher voice. You have a grown-up voice? So, I guess I don't. I don't know. I just talk. My foot is stuck. Sorry. Hold on. Let me fix myself. Yeah, I probably shouldn't leave all these loose bear traps around. <laughs> yeah, right. So, no, there's no bear traps. It's just stuck. Did you just look? I did. Did you just look to make sure? Sorry, I where just would, did. Where, I know. Just stuff. Yeah, it's just my it's just my part time hobby where I just put bear traps around. Boop. That's the noise they make. Yep. Yeah. Are you are you a foley artist in your spare time for movies? Like, oh, these bear traps need to get through them. Oh, one just snapped. Boop. <laughs> oh, I, it it destroyed a deer, but in a precious kind of way. There you go. Uh, anyway, the podcast. Um, so this week was legal legal week. dramas legal week. Yeah. Legal legal. You you had to watch Rainmaker. John Grisham's Rainmaker. Yeah. So this movie is about Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman and well, they go that's to a c- Rain Man and you always say that. I said twice. I know. No, it's Rainmaker. Rainmaker. Do you and then I had to watch a civil action. Civil action. Before anything. Okay. Sorry. I, I jumped ahead. I well, no, it's fine. I watched Rainmaker, yes. and then I watched a Civil Action. Okay, like because normally, if we're not super familiar with both movies, we try and watch both so we can talk about we it. We all, I always watch both now. It is crazy that both of these, it, these both these movies were so similar. Yes, that it caused me to Google both of their titles to see if like it was like one of those like ants, uh, ants versus Bugs Life thing, where like one studio was making one thing and there were, then another studio was like, well, we're gonna do it too. Right, because it's happened a lot, not just with animated movies, but sure. with, with all sorts of movies where it's like one thing starts, with another studio tries to get on it. No, it was like a year year apart, and these movies are both about books, and they just happen to be similar things, but they're right. not. But I think yours is a fiction book, and mine is based on a true story. Yeah, but at the same time, like it's so similar, mine probably has elements of like like Psycho isn't based on a true story, but serial killer Ed Gein, who had a fascination with his mother helped inspire it but it also helped inspire silence of the land you like you know what i mean right, like it's inspired like it, it very much could have been inspired by that event sure uh i could totally be wrong you know okay, what i mean but right. um so civil action no rainmaker rainmaker john grisham's Rainmaker. yeah has a insane cast i would say we talked about this on the patreon real quick that we could call this episode insane cast because it's amazing yeah, yeah these casts were gnarly uh so, so it's Matt Damon. Yes. Who rules? I was gonna Unless say, he's problematic, Matt Damon rules. Isn't he so good in this film? He's so good in this film. And you know who else is so good in this? Danny film? DeVito. Hello. He's so. Now you normally say that when you are attracted to the person. No, 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 no. I would because it was nothing but surprise for me that he would. They both were so good in this film. Yeah, Danny and Danny DeVito wasn't funny. Like he and and like sometimes his characters are serious and have an element of humor. He's just kind of like a little dude, and he's he's he, definitely the ambulance chaser. Yeah, you know how they say the ambulance chaser. That he's him. an ambulance chaser lawyer. Most he's the definitely. joke lawyer. Where like l- where like jokes about lawyers were like lawyers are greedy. Lawyers are evil. Right. And who plays the boss at first? Is that Mickey Rourke? It is Mickey Rourke. Right before I mean like he's look yeah he's like. I would say on a scale of one to Nick Nolte, he's about like at like a six or a seven. I thought he looked really good, but I was like, wait a minute. Is that him? He looked a little bit fuller in the face. Ooh, have you seen him recently? Mm, I have not. Uh, not since The Wrestler. Uh, he's got too much work done now. 
Uh-oh. He looks like a very rich grandmother. Like, he looks not great. Yeah, real great. pulled apart. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having trouble with my foot here. Let me find a spot. So, so yeah. So, Mickey Rourke, but he, again, Mickey Rourke not in it that much. Only Just, like the first yeah, what, half, half hour? Yeah, 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 the first half hour. These both are about two-hour movies. They were long. <laughs> and so, so um, yeah, I mean, the movie itself is, is pretty good. It's I'm going to try and boil the plot down. Right. Not that it's convoluted, but it's like, there's a lot of legal jargon in the just in the plot alone. Right. And like I texted Whitney, my girlfriend, who, you know, works in blah, 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 legal and stuff. And she's the one that, rec- that, she's the one that yeah. gave us the theme. I was like, you would like this. I didn't understand half of what they were saying. Right. But you would, I feel like you would like this because it's a very good movie. Um, Yeah, Matt Damon, Danny Glover. Yes. Roy Schneider. John Voight? Yeah, John Oh, John Voight is stellar in this movie. Yes. Because he's like, yeah, he's just the right amount of conniving. Right. Can I just stop you and say, yeah. if you have not seen this film, mm-hmm. stop, stop us. Yeah. Don't let us talk. Go and see this. This I is a good movie. Three ninety nine or two ninety nine. It's on, on Netflix. This one's on Netflix. Oh, was it on Netflix? This one is on Netflix. Okay. So everything so if- I do before, I now with the show, everything I do is I check UNOGS. Which is the website for Netflix all over the world. And I see, because I have the VPN, and I see, okay, can I watch any of the movies? And then uh, this one is on US Netflix. I was like, oh. Oh, I should have checked because it saves money. But it was only like two ninety nine yeah. or three ninety nine. This, this is a really good. good uh, for, this is, I think, a really surprise hit for Netflix. Sometimes you find these weird old movies, and you're like, this isn't very good. This is like, this is one of those movies. I'm like, how come more people have not talked about this movie? And, and yeah, I think it kind of because it went. John Grisham had a great big yeah of movies because he had uh, the client, Rainmaker. There was a couple of others, and I think this one kind of was at the end. It's good of the John Grisham. I'm, I could be this wrong. This movie was really good, really good, like really good. Like, and I expected, you know, I mean, there there's a pretty heavy subplot. Uh, it is rated PG thirteen. Did you see why it was rated PG thirteen? This was Netflix popped this up and it was like like a TV show. When you watch a TV show and it does a little right? in the corner, do you know why it's rated PG thirteen? No. Domestic abuse. It's got two F's in it, but it's uh rated PG thirteen for domestic abuse. The subplot of Matt Damon's <gasps> new girlfriend. Oh yeah, played really, by I don't know who that was. I wanna say Claire Danes. I don't know. Somebody somebody. Really, really gnarly subplot. Yes. Uh, there's also that weird subplot with the old lady. And I was kind of confused that that seemed to go nowhere. Well, it kind of went somewhere because she ended up helping. Yeah, but what was with her kids? Her son was like nasty and he was like, she's going to get a lot of money. And then the son was nice to her, but then they didn't put her in the will anyway because he sucked. Exactly. And I think that was the thing is he thought that they were they were going to get all the money, but there wasn't any when they did the research. She didn't the, really have anything. She didn't have anything. She lost it all. Yeah. So. She wanted to give it to that televangelist. Yes. And then no. Um, and man, Matt Damon's like, no. Mm. Uh yeah, this movie is this movie's really good. Like, okay. So and it's narrated by Matt Damon. Yes. And I thought that he was gonna kind of like we were gonna see when he's narrating it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they do that. Right. No, he's he's kind of omnisciently narrating it. Yes. Um so the basic plot is Matt Damon is in law school and he wants to be a real lawyer. Uh and he ends up working for this guy Rooster, who is a scumbag. Played by Mickey Rourke. He's the king ambulance chaser lawyer. 
Yes. He and he owns a strip club. Is that what's across the way? Yes. He owns a whole strip mall, no pun intended. There's a strip club, a law office, like all this kind of stuff. And we kind of see throughout the first quarter of the movie that he's a scumbag. And kind of a gangster. He's a gangster. He's a mobster. He's a mobster. 100%. Uh, And then he has to run away uh, because the feds are after him. Right. So he goes to like Mexico or something. We see him later and he's in like undisclosed beach. Right. Uh, And so Danny DeVito, who kind of becomes Matt Damon's only friend. Yes. Well, because they decide to go into partnership together. Yeah. They and have nothing. And Danny was like, how much money you got? And Matt Damon was like, $5,500 because that's what they just earned. He's like, what about you? And he's like, yeah, $5,500. But okay. we can do this. And yeah, I kind of thought there was going to be a turn with Danny DeVito. Right. Like he's going to do something nasty. Or, no. 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 He's an ambulance so, chaser. And he so doesn't good. He doesn't sing, see it as a bad thing. But he's also like totally okay leaving that behind right and being like a real lawyer even though he's technically not he's not a real lawyer because he hasn't passed the bar yet yeah and like he even takes over for matt damon at one point matt damon's like what are you doing like you cannot do that because you have not passed the bar um we and even matt damon is so so him and matt damon go into business together and then matt damon's gonna take this case against this like insurance company because a kid got sick and the insurance wouldn't cover it oh Right? Is that, I mean, that's the basic gist of that. Yes. That the kid got sick and the. And he could have, if he would have had a bone marrow transplant. He could have, he could have been okay. And again, we said, please, if you haven't seen this, stop and watch a movie if you really want to, because it's very good. Uh, kid's a young kid. He's probably about Matt Damon's age. He's like, I think that, yeah. Uh, he's about, he's very sick. He's got leukemia. Leukemia. And he's getting worse and worse and worse throughout the movie. Worse, 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 worse. I mean, it's rough. And There's... Mary Kay Place plays his mom, who is fantastic. Oh, she's great. Uh, there is one point, though, where he's supposed to look very sick. Ooh, the makeup is not great. He doesn't oh. look sick. He just looks like he's been made up in like a, by a high school makeup thing, where it's just like his eyes are super brown. He looks like he looks like he's playing a zombie at like a Hollywood Studios Halloween night. <laughs> like it's it's yeah, not. It's... I'm like. Ooh, you, you don't look done sick. A little bit better. Yeah, you don't look sick. You look like you're about to jump out at me and go bleh. Like you don't <laughs> look. You don't look sick. Um, and so he's uh. So Matt Damon even says you're not supposed to get invested with your clients, but he becomes that kid's friend and he befriends that kid and he like hangs out with him and he takes him places and, and he spends time with him. He even doesn't the kid even meet Miss Birdie. Because yeah. that's where Matt Damon lives, that he lives in the back apartment at Miss Birdie's house. There's two main cases that Matt Damon is working with at the beginning of the movie. It's an old lady yes. who's he's fixing her will up. And then there's this kid and his mom and the dad. And the dad, I really thought the dad was going to be more of a problem. He's just... He's got his own... He's just got a lot of mental stuff going on, which is sad. Right. And, and so... Uh, oh, well, there's three cases because then there's the there's the uh, domestic abuse. Yes, which we are going to talk about. It's a really heavy subject, so if you don't want to hear about that, I'm not obviously I'm not going to go into major detail. But if you don't want to hear about that, uh, maybe skip. I don't know, twenty thirty minutes. Maybe I'll, if I remember, I'll try and put like a timestamp when we stop talking about it. Okay, just because because it does get a little heavy, and some people are you know that's a touchy subject for some people, and I don't want some people to like you know. Uh oh! Now my brain's all messed up because I had to listen to this again. Right, right. Or you know, sometimes I we know that we have younger listeners. Yeah. So there. So maybe this you know this part you might want to just skip a little bit. Yeah, just skip a little bit. Uh, 
There's this other characters introduced, like we said, the girlfriend who's been going through domestic abuse. We see her in the hospital because he's he's studying. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this guy's disgusting. He's like yelling. He's like he's like, remember what happened? What what are you gonna say happened? And then he like throws water on her, and And she's soup, soup, and she's like in the middle of the kitchen or the middle of the dining room at a hospital. There's a lot of people around. Yeah. He's like people clearly see he's a garbage, garbage, garbage person. Um, and he's in the hospital because she's in the hospital because, because her of him. husband beat her up with, with an bat. aluminum bat. Yes. Oh my gosh! And that's what he—that's what Danny DeVito says. That's his weapon of choice is an aluminum bat. There's a really—I don't want to say it's good. There's a really interesting little bit of like, oh, did you notice that when he's driving around with the kid, and he sees her at the her husband's game. And she's like holding their baby and the husband's like, give me a kiss. He's playing softball. Right. So his whole, it kind no, of there like. Was no, she wasn't holding a baby. She had a kid with her. Oh, I don't. Whether it was in front or in a stroller. There, there was a child near her. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Because she makes a reference to having a child. Um, when, when, he, when, when Matt Damon's like, tell me about yourself. And she's like. She. Oh, didn't have a child. Yeah, she was pregnant and he beat her. Her husband, not Matt Damon's character. Yeah. Her husband beat her. And, and then, then she lost the and baby. And Matt Damon said it was probably because of yes. that. Uh, yeah. As a really, I mean, it's really rough. It's just like, but, and Matt Damon becomes, you know, evolved with her both legally and romantically, which is like, yikes. Um, yeah, be which careful. is, yeah, because she's technically married. Well, she yeah. is married, not technically. And then well, she's she trying is. to get a divorce. That's what Matt Damon's trying to do. Yes. And he's getting his friend to serve the guy, and the guy's all mad. Um, and then they're, like, getting all her stuff from her house, and then the guy comes home, and he, like, starts punching her, and then he starts to beat up Matt Damon, and then Matt Damon beats the crap out of him. Yes. With a baseball bat, which is, again, not great, <laughs> but, like, a really... Well, then she takes the baseball bat and tells him to leave no then she i don't think she did oh i thought she did i thought matt damon did it uh-huh and then she was like because that's what matt damon says in the oh, narration like yeah you need to leave like you need to leave right now you were never here right 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 like, right. You're and right. she takes the full blame of it right and then his dad's like you're evil lady and it's like no your son was garbage um, right but yeah, yeah yeah so that's the whole thing is, is matt damon matt damon killed that guy 100 percent right. um which I thought was going to, like, when he's going to town on that guy with the aluminum bat, I'm like, oh, I was like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, like where is this movie about to go? Like, you are in a very, very big legal case right now, and it would be really, really bad if, like, I almost don't want this movie to turn and be like, well, now he can't be the lawyer because he killed a man. Right. Like, I'm like, ooh. Um, yeah, and, and that's just a subplot. You know what I mean? That's just like right. That wasn't really the main storyline. Yeah, the main storyline is the family with this kid and the leukemia thing. And then, at first, the judge that's like tr- the presiding over the case is like, "Hey, hey," trying to just like end it. And then it's Danny Glover. Who? Hello. I was like, "Well, hello, Danny Glover." Yeah, Danny Glover is great. He's so good. Uh, here's what I like about Danny Glover. While the other judge only favored John Voight's position, uh-huh. while this judge favors. Uh, what's his name? Matt Damon's point. He doesn't hundred percent like let Matt Damon do whatever he wants. Right. He and makes Matt Damon earn it. Well, like he's fair. He's a fair judge. Yeah. As opposed to a like judge with an a, with a side. You know. Right. It was. Good. Yeah. No. I mean, 
This this movie truly was incredible. Like like it was very good. It was very well done. All the story I thought wrapped itself up nicely. Uh, it was interesting. It was good. Danny DeVito was great. Uh, this is to me though when people like say, oh, you know, with Roger Rabbit or any other Bob Hoskins movie, it's like, oh, they wanted Danny DeVito. And it's like, would he have been good? And it's like, yeah, I actually think Danny DeVito is a very, I mean, he's good in this movie he too. He proved it to me. He's not the penguin. He's not a no. dork. He's so good in this. I still think he should have played Wolverine. No. That's literally, his size is literally how Wolverine was like originally like depicted oh. as a short little stocky man. Like, like obviously not, you know, a little bit more trimmed than uh-huh. Danny DeVito but like yeah a little man like he's a little he's a little guy right and he's not six something Hugh Jackman who's torn to shred why are you making that face because Hugh Jackman is handsome he's a huge jacked man he's just handsome well watch me he is he's a huge jacked man okay he's just handsome say so he's a huge jacked man because it's not funny I'm saying that oh I just found six dollars no that's my six dollars I don't think so anyway what it was in the bear trap no <laughs> <laughs> okay keep going no, I just, uh, this movie is very well done. When Roy Schneider shows up as the owner of the company. Like the CEO guy, yeah. And super unexpected. I was just like, what the heck? Roy Schneider, you told me that Roy Schneider was in this movie. But I was just like, what? Because you've always really liked him from Jaws. That's really yeah. all you've ever seen him in. But also to see him just play a gross villain as opposed to like Chief Brody. Right, and he's, that's so good. And he's old. Because it's like 20 years after Jaws. Well, yeah, hello. That's what happens, honey. We all get old. Yeah, I know. But it was just like, oh. Because it was like, oh, hello. I haven't seen you in a very long time. And now you're old. Well, that's what happens to people. Well, yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, No, I mean, I, I could rate it now. I mean, it's just. Okay. The movie is, again, not convoluted. There's just a lot. So I almost feel like I wouldn't be able to like. I'd have to really sit and go, okay, well, this happened and that. like, Right. There's a lot to it. There's a really is a lot to it. Um, very good. It's a tough rate, though, because – I apologize that I keep coughing. I'm going to try to edit all that out. But uh, it's a tough rate because it is, it is so good and it's so awesome. And it was very, very, very good. Would I watch it again? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I – like. I'm going to say rent it. Yeah. Because it's good. And I think you should watch it at least once. And especially if you like want to watch Matt Damon not be like action hero Matt Damon. Like you don't want to watch Jason Bourne Matt Damon. You want to watch, you know, like interesting Goodwill hunting Matt Damon. Yes. Catch me if you can. Is that Matt Damon? Yes. No, yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's Leonardo no, DiCaprio. Catch can is DiCaprio. Yeah, but that kind of uh, more, adjustment bureau. Yeah, yeah. I didn't this like is, adjustment bureau, but. I loved it, Justin. It sucks. Um, but this is def- this is actor Matt Damon. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. Matt Damon being a dramatic actor. I wonder if this movie got any awards. Do you want me to look it up real quick for you? No, because I got nothing else to say. So okay, well you could look it up. My phone's over there. It's fine. Oh, oh, okay. Well, good enough. So you said rent it. Yeah, it's a rent it. It's it's like it's like rent it, but like maybe watch it multiple. You know what I mean? Like watch it watch it once for sure. It's, it's weird because I almost want it to be like, see it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you, you, you have to see this. Yeah. I wouldn't say you have to own it because I don't know if you're going to watch it again because it it's good, but it's you know got a lot and to it. And it's on Netflix, so you should definitely see it. Yeah, it's two hours long. Yeah. So. Yeah, two hours and two minutes or something. Yeah. It's long. Um, okay, so mine is a civil action. 
Mm-hmm. Again, amazing cast. Yeah. I'm probably going to... I saw it a couple weeks ago, so you just saw it oh, no. the other day. Yeah. So you're going to probably have to help me with that. Oh, boy. That's okay. I no, because I kind of was like, I don't need to talk about this that much. That's okay. I, I, that's all right, because we'll no, just do our we'll best. We'll figure it out. So starring John Travolta. Yeah. And Tony Shalhoub. Mm-hmm. William H. Macy. Yeah. Robert Duvall. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Lots of other people. Kathy Bates. For Kathy a Bates at the end. for just yeah for a second, and oh sorry I snapped. And then I feel like, oh, Kathleen Quinlan yes, plays yes. the mom, one of the main mom, and lots of other stuff. So very similar. I think this that like we said the movies are mm-hmm. very similar, where John Travolta is kind of he's he to me was way slimier. Yeah. Than Matt Damon or Danny DeVito in that film. And yeah. again, I'm going to say, if you haven't seen this, this came out in late 90s. Stop the podcast. Watch it. I watched it on um, Amazon Prime. Did you watch it on Netflix? No, I watched it on uh, Google. Google? Oh. Yeah, like when you go and like... Google Movies? Yeah, yeah. I just rented it on Google for like $4. Okay, yeah. Because that's that's what it was, like two ninety nine or three ninety nine. Yeah. And you got it for three days. Yeah, exactly. So it was a long time. So he is to me an ambulance chaser, yeah. but but tries to make it sound like he's, he's all not. about the people. Yeah. But then when the cameras aren't rolling, he doesn't care. Yeah. It's all about the dollar, <laughs> and he's the head lawyer of this company. It's you know blah 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 and blah blah four blah. four lawyers four yeah. four lawyers three or four yeah because it's William H Macy is basic basically the financial guy mm-hmm. Tony Shalhoub. And then I feel like there's somebody. There's that other guy, but I don't know his name. Yeah, that we're missing. There's another one. And so John Travolta wasn't going to take the case. Mm -hmm. And then something happened. And I think it was, it just looked good or something. So he was on the radio because he was like, top 10 most eligible bachelors. Oh, yes. And he's on the radio and this lady calls. She's like, hey, my name's Anne. He's like, what's up, Anne? Uh, you, You sound hot or whatever. And then she's like, yeah, how come you don't return my calls? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, my son died. I, he had the leukemia. I called your office like four times. And John Travolta's like, uh. Yeah, and then he was like yelling at. After... He gets all mad at Tony Shalhoub. Right. And so then I, th- I think what happens is, so he meets because it's not just one child. It's, it's a, a whole, whole town. group in a James town. James Gandolfini. Oh yeah, plays one of yeah, the dad. She, yes, one of the dads. Cause yeah, the multiple. main dad. I would say he's the main dad. He's the yeah of he's the most important dad for sure. Yes, and yeah, because he has a family, and then Kathleen Quinlan has another family. That's well, she's not the anymore. One, she's the one who said, "I don't want money. I just want them to someone to say they're sorry. Yeah, that they're sorry for what they've done." Mm-hmm. And so he, at first, John, so he goes to meet, and it's like in a like a church or something. Yeah, like and a, then it's everybody and they're telling him his story and he doesn't John Travolta doesn't care. Yeah, he's, he's not like he's like there's he's not much like, I can do. There's nothing I can do. There's no money for me or whatever. And I can't remember what it is, but he sees something. He's and, out there at the, the Oh yeah, looking and it was like the water and then they He got pulled over and he was standing at the side and then he saw the truck. Yes. So what they were saying the water was bad. The, the parents were yeah. saying that something is wrong with the water. There's a leather tanning company. Dan Hadea is also in it. He plays the guy at the tanning company. And Stephen Fry plays the scientist. 
Okay. And Big so, old British guy. He's very funny, very smart. Yes. And so then John Travolta just sees that, okay, we need to take this case. But this case costs money. Like millions. S- mil- more and more. And <coughs> so the other lawyer for the... So they end up suing like the tanning company. Yeah. And the company who owns the tanning company or something like that. Because they're like a they're like a big name. Yes. So Robert Duvall is the big lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then the tanning company is this other thing. Because they kind of, so they start doing these tests and, you know, and, and they're going to get more. And then they've tried the other Robert Duvall who is so good at this. He's very calm and, you know, he knows I feel like Robert win. Duvall... What was he in when he was young? Was he in The Godfather? Yes, he was. So I feel like Robert Duvall was young, and then he turned like 25, and he instantly just looked like this. Because I feel like Robert Duvall has looked like this for 40 years. But then in The Godfather, he looked super young. Yeah. In everything else, he looks so old. Well, but I think he's kind of always looked the same, and then he just gets more. Yeah. I mean, again, we all get older. So. But I mean, he just like, he was in this, and I was like, whoa, you look old, and this was 20 years ago. Yeah, but yeah, we all get old. Um, and John Travolta looked pretty good in this one. He was young. Yeah, he 90- wasn't. He wasn't, but he he looked young. I was gonna say, I think it was nineteen ninety nine for some reason. Is right what off I the say. heels of Pulp Fiction. I if don't it's ninety nine. So. I think so. No, because you guys, I don't know. We'd have Pulp to Fiction check. was nineties. Oh yeah, but I think early nineties. Okay. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But um, so let me think really quick. Let me get so. The Robert Duvall and them have come back a couple of times with an offer and John Travolta's partners are like, yes, because they hired somebody to come in and drill and And figure out and they're saying this is terrible. They're trying to get witnesses. The money is costing. Yeah. And William H. They've sold furniture. They've sold computers. They had to fire most of their staff. Yeah. And at one point he says to John Travolta, you cannot spend any more money. We just don't. Have we it. literally don't have it. And then he's like, mortgage my house. And William H. Macy said, I already did. Yeah. Your house, Tony Shalhoub's house, my house, the other partner's house. We all have nothing. This case ha- this case has cost, cost nothing. Or I everything. mean, it's cost everything. And so I think I'm getting my movies mixed up because okay. in one of the movies, the com- you can, I, can I just mess this up? The company goes bankrupt. That's my movie. That was your movie that they win, but the company then follows files for bankruptcy and they get, they're going to get nothing. They were awarded in your movie. 50 million. Yeah. And they're, they got nothing. So in my movie, they keep fighting and John Travolta's like, I don't care. We just have to do this. This is what's right. And then, then he finally decides to settle. And Kathleen Quinlan's like, it's not about the money because by the time, that everybody got paid, the families didn't get very much. Yeah. And she's like, it never, ever was about the money. Yeah. It was, I just want someone to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry and no one has said that. Yeah. And they never do, do they? I think they might. They might, but it wasn't, it just... I think John Travolta might on behalf of them for her. Yeah. It, and so it's such a good film and, and it... I think it really just came full circle, but this one is based on true story because mm-hmm. I do remember it. It says it at the beginning too. Yeah, based on true events. And then at the end, 
it says here's what happened everybody. here's what happened and here's what happened to all the lawyers yeah and john travolta's character actually so they of course their whole partnership they're gone because they have no money yeah he gets into environmental law. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. And then he keeps kind of fighting for that little person yeah. who is, is things are happening. So uh, this, again, amazing cast. Mm-hmm. I think it actually was nominated for, this one was nominated. Yeah, I can see that. A couple of things. So good. So well written. So well acted. Um, one, one thing I liked that in my movie is that Matt Damon kind of gave up being a lawyer after that big case because he goes, yes. you got nowhere to go from from here. You're all the way at the top right now. He goes, I'm probably just going to be a teacher now. Right, exactly. Um, but And he kind of uses John Voight's character as a, this is what I don't want to become. But I almost like that that character, what? I do like it in the movie. What I don't know if it was your movie or my movie because they were so similar that the lawyer says to the other person, when was it that you sold out? Oh, when man, was it that you I realized? Think, I think it was your movie. I think it was mine. When was it that you realized that you had sold out? Yeah, but what I liked though is when he says that, and then you watch this movie, it's like he could even be talking about John Travolta's character because exactly. they're doing the same exact thing, like protecting someone from a leukemia suit and blah blah blah. But it's like it's it, it's interesting for sure. And, and I okay, this is gonna sound weird. There are four main lawyers, okay, in yes. in both movies. There's Matt Damon. Yes. John Voight, uh, Robert Duvall, and John Travolta. Yes. Who's the best lawyer out of the four of them? I don't know. I, I think Robert Duvall's pretty good. He's pretty good. Because he, I mean, he's, but he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's old. I love when he's having his lunch. <laughs> he totally roasts that guy. Yeah. And, and the guy's like, here, I have a letter for, for you. And he's like, hey, you know, lunch break is for, take a little break, listen to the game. Not Eat a be sandwich. Bothered. Eat a sandwich, have something to drink, read, read the paper, listen to the game. And the guy realizes he's pointing to all the stuff he's trying to do. Yeah, it's his lunch hour. Yeah. And then then the second time when he has to bring something, he's all, sorry. And he like throws it and runs away. <laughs> yeah. So this is a good film. I agree. Wait, 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 wait. So Robert Duvall's number one. Okay. Oh, sorry. No. So who's number two? Uh, Matt Damon. Really? Yes. I would put Matt Damon almost near the bottom. Nope. So here's how I'm doing it. And I'm looking up because I'm thinking. Yeah, you're fine. Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. Then, what did I say? Matt Damon? Yeah. Then John Voight. Mm-hmm. Then Danny DeVito. Wait, you, where's, wait a minute. And you're missing somebody. Because. And John Travolta. Yeah. Up, I'm on. Wait, who am I missing? Yeah, I'm like, wait, where did Danny John, DeVito come from? John Travolta goes in the middle. I would say, I'm not including Danny DeVito. He doesn't get the count. Because okay, he's, he's not, not one a of the real four. lawyer. Yeah, he's not one of the main four. Because I'm saying the, oh, the good one, the the good one, the bad one, the good one, the bad one. Got it. Sorry. Uh, I would say, yeah, maybe I would put, honestly, I'd put Matt Damon right up at the top because he does do the most work. He's the best. Like, right. Blah, blah. Then I would put Robert Duvall. Yes. Then I'd put John Travolta. Then I'd put John Voight because John Voight does illegal things. Yeah. He taps the phones. Oh, we didn't talk about that. But when, he, when John Voight taps the phones, that is the, fu- that is the funniest scene in the movie. Oh, that's right. Because, and I'm so sorry, guys, because we're popping back and forth from both Which movies, happens. but they're so similar. But there is a scene in your movie, Ruben Rainmaker, that, so they figure out they're being bugged. Mm-hmm. So then. Th- they're screwing with Danny the phones. Danny DeVito's friend. Yeah, he's like, he's the guy who's doing the bugs. He was making sure they're not bugged. Yeah, but but no, he calls in 
to to say all this kind of stuff like he's one of the jurors but he's not and they're totally doing that and then when John Voight's like sir have you ever spoken to him the guy's like I haven't did you know who that was no Randy Travis yeah okay the country singer he had quite a a thing of movies for uh, he did a I was few. gonna ask you if that was Randy Travis or Lyle Lovett no Lyle Lovett's Harris Poufier yeah but they got the same very like stone face look right. like an Easter then, Island head yeah um yeah, you know what else uh, I believe Randy Travis was? I believe this is correct. Okay. Uh, he was the, the singing voice of Mr. Wynn on Hey Arnold. <laughs> when, yes, he was. Was that, yes, was that Randy was. Travis? I think so. He, I'd have to Mr. look Wynn it up. Mr. Wynn becomes a, a country music star, and he's voiced by Randy Travis yes, when he sings. which I love seeing it because Randy, I mean, again, this is many, many years later. Randy Travis has had a stroke, a pretty oh, bad one. Um, that's sad. Verbally and singing, not so much oh, anymore. Poor guy. But um, but it's fun to see him when he was doing all that good stuff. But yeah, I was when I was watching. I'm he like, looked super familiar to me. Yeah, Randy Travis. You've heard his music. Yeah, because um, I used to play it when you were younger. And I was when I saw it, I was like, oh, I have to remember to ask Ruben if he knew who he was. So that's Randy Travis, yeah. the country singer. So um, so okay. anyway, your movie, Civil Action, so good. Um, but again, I agree with you. This is. This is one time you've seen it. You don't need to see it again. Yeah, you don't. So I would do a see it, rent it. Uh, it's so worth three ninety nine for three days. I mean, yeah. it's long, but I liked it because it took me about a day to watch it because I you really have to pay attention for mine. Mm -hmm. You have to pay attention. And then, okay, take a little break because it's kind of serious. I mean, we're talking about, again, based on a true story, a bunch of children died over bad water and nobody yeah. nobody cared. And it was it was good. So you don't need yeah. to buy it. You'll never watch it again. Watch it, enjoy it, and then be I, done with it. I do not want to get political. Okay. But I wonder. I, and this is a serious question. Okay. Which I could be totally wrong in the legality of all this. I wonder if the guy from a civil law, civil action because he's real. Uh -huh. I wonder if he's involved at all with the the Flint, Michigan thing. You know what I mean? Because he is specifically deals in. That kind of law could have been because I know he was. Well, it's still it's still not great in Flint, Michigan. It's still bad, right? But so I, I wonder if he has any. That you know would what be I mean? fun to Google because I don't know because that was I don't know. Yeah, that that'd be interesting to see. It's just I was just curious about that because this whole movie felt like it, if it could have been about Flint, Michigan. Obviously, it's a little different. Kids have not died, but the water is very bad in Flint, Michigan. If right. you it's brown. So it should not be brown. Right, and then so that's probably um, it would be interesting to check because I don't yeah. know anything about that so okay so i think we had two really good movies that very you, good meaty meaty movies very <laughs> meaty movies there you go like a big sandwich uh, a big legal sandwich big legal sandwich i don't know what's a big illegal sandwich no no legal. sandwich has a gun in it <laughs> no no legal because it was all about the law the and sandwich is filled with drugs no no i didn't say that anyway so we liked it now should i do our spiel Cause, or should we do, what are we watching? Well, I mean, it's not like we have much to talk about with what are we watching. Like, nothing. Like, I mean, if we would have a lot to talk about with what are we watching, if, like, a major streaming service that we've been so excited for finally dropped. But, like, also, oh, hold on. We both need to apologize. <gasps> just trust me. Just trust me. Say, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Disney Plus has been out since the 12th. Of November. It is the 21st, 22nd. Yeah. When this goes up. Yeah. It's been 10 days. For all the talk of Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, and we went 10 days after it came out before we finally talked about so it. So sorry. We are sorry. 
Yeah, because so we're going to talk about. Should we talk about Disney Plus? For Let's. A little bit? Ta- I mean, yeah. We were so excited. I am still enjoying it. I'm not watching it. I mean, the first oh, we were so excited because we got it the night before. Night before at nine forty-five. Because yeah, because you went come running into my room and you're like flailing your phone at me. And- yeah, kind of like you know in the Muppet Show when Kermit gets very excited and his little arms. Yay! Yeah, his little arms go. Yay! That was me with my phone. Yeah, so excited. Uh, so you know, are you still watching it? Yes. Okay, I I have slowed down only because my life is busy right now. Yeah. And I'm still watching Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> no, I like them. So let's see. So Disney Plus, what have I watched? Um, I Let's specifically try and do new stuff because there's been tons of stuff I've watched on Disney Plus, but it's not new. Okay, I haven't done a whole lot of you new You watched Noel. I watched Noel. That's a mm-hmm. Christmas movie with... Anna Kendrick. Oh, I love her. And, and Bill Hader. The eyebrow guy. The eyebrow guy and Billy Eichner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And no, it was pretty okay. It was okay. And Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine's in that movie? That's the who plays the elf. Shirley MacLaine? Shirley MacLaine. Really? Yes. I was like, that is Shirley MacLaine. What are you doing in this movie, Shirley MacLaine? Get out of here. Well, you know, she's getting older. Welcome. To, again, that's our theme for this week. We're getting older. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I have been watching the Jeff Goldblum show. Oh, it, he's he's a different person, but he's I he's such a weirdo. But I enjoy watching it. I, I don't know how much longer I can watch it. Yeah, I gotta it's watch a episode three. Dull. It's just so weird. It is weird. I would like but a like little a bit good more weird. Meat. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like Jeff Goldblum being like, "I like ice cream. Let's talk about ice cream." And they just film Jeff Goldblum talk about ice cream for thirty minutes. And then, like, he meets Ben and Jerry, and they're both weird. And I'm just like, this is the best place I've ever been to in my life. Right. And then let me see. I have, I don't know if the one I'm really waiting for is that um, the dog documentary. No, I can't wait. It comes out. Stop doing that. It comes don't do it because I will stand up and bonk you. It comes out. <laughs> it, I'm keeping this. Well, where'd you get that gun? Oh, no, my gosh. Okay. Won't do it. Don't say that because that's not. It's okay. a it's a laser. It's a nothing. I just took your $6 that I found on your bed. I am really excited. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, no, another bear trap. Pick, boop, pick of the litter is what it's called. And I'm very excited because I love the movie so much. So that'll be really good. Mm-hmm. I started watching Lady of the Tramp and yeah. life just got busy again. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. You have those nasty cats in it? I haven't, get, I haven't gotten that Ooh, far. Ooh, you barely got into it then. No, I didn't. Because those nasty cats are at the beginning. Some of it was a little different. Then yeah. the cartoon and it kind of bugged me, but that's okay. Yeah. So it's okay. I it is weird to... that they made uh, Tramp a monkey. No, <laughs> he's a dog. But Jacques is a girl. Whatever. That was just weird because in the cartoon. Yeah, it don't matter. It mattered. I don't. For me, it mattered just a little Which bit. Which one's Jacques? The, the Scottish one? one? Or the lady's painting. I don't remember. Anyway, it's okay. Whatever. All right. What have you been watching? Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm watching World According to Jeff Goldblum. It's perfect. I've been watching The Imagineering Story. It's perfect. Oh, I haven't seen that it one yet. It is so good. If Okay. It is a show specifically about the parks and the history of the parks. But it's like a... It, here's the thing is I don't know if they'll ever be able to do a season two of this show. Like I think this is going to be a just a one and done thing because it's doing the history of the parks. But it's not like skipping over things. And it's doing it in, it's doing it in a... Uh, chronological order. Okay. So it starts with Walt Disney being alive, and he's dead at the end of the first episode. Oh, wow. 
And it's a documentary. It's not a guy playing Walt, you know what I mean? Right, right. Or, or it's factualized. And they interview a whole bunch of Imagineers. They interview Imagineers. They interview people who've worked on the parks. They interview very, like, very, very famous people who've worked on the parks, like Bob Goff. Is that his name? No. Robert Goff. There's some guy, Bob something. It's all these very, not Bob Goff. He's a theologian. It's all these very famous people who have worked on the parks and, like, the guy who designed the Matterhorn. This little old man who designed the Matterhorn. Oh, I'll have to watch and it. And he's, like, walking onto the Matterhorn. And, and people are just like, look at that old man. And I'm like, you don't know who that is? I don't because I said his name wrong. But he's a nice little old man. And they take you into the Matterhorn. He goes, not a lot of people get to see this. Oh, so cool. They go into the Matterhorn. And they do, like, the history of very specific rides. They talk about the Matterhorn. They talk about uh, Haunted Mansion. They talk about uh, Euro Disney and Tokyo Disney and just the, the building of all of it. And and it's so interesting. And episode three just came out. And I will be shocked if any episode is better than episode three. Oh, wow. Episode three starts with the introduction of Michael Eisner, who was the Disney CEO pretty much for most of my childhood. Okay. And he's responsible for a lot of decisions that Disney made when I was a kid. Okay. Park-wise, movie-wise, like that was all Eisner. Uh, he was a very, very, very smart man, still alive, so he's still smart, but very, very good for Disney. He was very good for Disney. Some people like to dump on Eisner. Uh, he, Is he the one that always wore the, the Hawaiian shirts? No, that's John Lasseter. <laughs> Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, Michael Eisner is the, hello, welcome to the yeah. world of Disney. Yeah, now like I he, remember. Like No other CEO really did that besides Dis- Disney himself and Eisner. Eisner, his whole thing is, hello. Like, anytime something started Michael Eisner, he doesn't say hello. It's, hello, uh, hello, I'm Michael Eisner. And he'd be like, I'm here with Fuzz Bucket. Have you, did you watch Fuzz Bucket? I have to admit have not watched Fuzzbucket. You, you've been talking about it. I started someone. it and I was like, this sucks. And I like turned it off and watched something else. Okay. So Imagineering Story is so, so good. Because episode three has the t- t- story of Michael Eisner becoming the CEO. And it also talks about Star Tours. Okay. Which, hello, I'm going to love that episode. That whole episode is just stuff I very much enjoy. Um, and then we got to talk about the other the biggest show right now on Disney Plus that everyone is talking about. But I have not seen. You have not seen. Baby Yoda the show. I mean The Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian is the best Western I've ever seen. It is the best samurai movie I've ever seen. It also is about Star Wars. Okay, so help me with this because yes. I was trying one of the co- one of my coworkers, yes. she has Verizon. Yeah. So she has Disney Plus for yeah. free. And so she was watching it and she goes, Dawn, I just don't get it and i said well i haven't watched it but you were telling your dad when does it time okay, period this is what i don't get people don't people don't understand this okay okay the whole movie they talk about or the whole movie the whole beginning of the show they're like the empire's gone the empire's gone which means it is five years or so and as i said it's like five john favreau says like five years after return of the jedi okay got it five years after okay and then at the end everybody already knows this this thing is blown up on the internet there's a baby yoda it okay we do yoda's species is unknown so it is not baby Yoda. That is not Yoda, but we don't know his species. So, you, so it's much easier to say baby Yoda than it is baby whatever Yoda is. Got it. Like, so it isn't Yoda, but it, it looks like not a baby Yoda. Yoda, because Yoda is nine hundred years old when he died. Yes. This is not nine hundred years before the first Star Wars, because there's stormtroopers in it. So that's what my coworker He's, is confused look, about. 
and and I and I think this is so funny because everyone's like, he's green, he's got big ears, it's Yoda. And I'm like, that's weirdly racist, but okay. <laughs> to just assume, hey, he looks like the other one who's the same race, it's the same guy. And it's like, Ugh. No. Can't so really use that logic anywhere else. But that'll be interesting. It's, so it's good? It, yes. It could be Yoda. It could be a clone or something weird. Okay. It could. I don't want to say it's not Yoda because we don't know. All we know is he's a 50-year-old baby and he's adorable. Uh, because Yoda's 900. Right. So the baby is 50. But he's right. still a little baby. He's still a little toddler. goes like, la, 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 la. he makes little baby noises. He runs around, eats a frog. He's the best. Oh, how funny. Uh, and he's a puppet. That's the best part is that he's a puppet. Oh, he's, I love it. He's just CGI for little bits of stuff that he, they couldn't puppeteer. Like he like, he really, he doesn't run around, but he does like walk around or climb out of his cage, cage, climb out of his little, you know, his little stroller. He can't, they can't puppeteer that. So that's that's CGI. You can kind of tell. But he's a puppet. That is so cool. This, okay. I was talking to someone about The Mandalorian today. The Mandalorian is good. And I know some people are like, it's dumb. It's not. Because here's the thing. I love Star Wars. I always will love Star Wars. I love it. It's very good. I really think that the new trilogy is okay. It's fine. It's fun. But it's just trying to be the old trilogy. Like okay. It's trying to be the original trilogy. And I'm like... Don't try and be the original trilogy. Just be your own thing. Right. Like, don't try and copy that. Don't try and just do what they're doing like they did. But, you know, oh, but look, it's different because a girl's the main character. It doesn't matter. I have no problems with Ray. I have no problems with Rose or any of the female leads. I I love, like, I, I love Ray and I love all that stuff. It's, it's very interesting to me. But the Mandalorian doesn't try and be another, like, it doesn't try and replicate something we've already seen before it's its own story set in the star wars universe that just like to my opinion the original trilogy took elements of samurai and cowboys and just and made its own original story which a lot of people are like well it feels like this good i'm glad it feels like something else and it doesn't feel like star wars right i mean it feels like but it doesn't feel like oh ragtag group of misfits blowing up a giant planet again we don't need that is Ewan McGregor in it? No. He's going to be in his own show. He's going to be in the Obi-Wan show. Oh. Which, this makes me excited for the Obi-Wan show. Because it's not going to be this, you know what I mean? It's going to be different. It's gonna right. Be, and I tell you what, a TV show with the budget of a Star Wars movie, or yes, like, please. the it's, oh, it looks so good. And, and it's great. And there's fun little cameos. And they have not at all yet tried to make any sort of... Look, there's R2-D2 and C-3PO. Look, there's Han Solo. You just... Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It's its own thing. That's good. It's in the universe because that's why you have Mandalorians and you have certain things that happen. But it's also not like, oh, this reminds me of the Skywalker family. Like, nope. They don't know about that because it's a big, big universe. And they don't have to know about that. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, like, I... They're not trying to shoehorn stuff in. Okay. There are a couple... There's surprisingly enough... I'm not going to say what it is, but there is a reference to the prequel trilogy. Okay. And besides Stormtroopers or whatever, there's, you know, references to the original. But there's a reference to the prequel trilogy in episode three. And I went, whoa. But it does a very good job at tying the universe together to making it feel cohesive as opposed to prequel trilogy, original trilogy, whatever we call the new trilogy. Okay. I, I yeah, I... I am bummed out that I'm more excited for the Mandalorian than I am for the Rise of Skywalker, the Last Skywalker, or whatever that new one's gonna be called. I'm gonna go see a day of. I was, you, gonna you say, know, yeah. I I am, and I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna love it. But 
I have been more hyped on the Mandalorian than I'm uh, like on that movie, just because it's like the Mandalorian's great. It's it's a western. I love westerns. Yes. There's little to no talking in the second episode. Somebody described it as Samurai Jack, but Star Wars, and I was like, "Yep, that's that's what it is. That's so cool. It's Samurai Jack, but it's Star Wars, and it's awesome. And it's got Baby Yoda. Who, if anything ever happened to Baby Yoda, I would die. I yes. would just die. It's so cute. If they were like in Episode Four, they hurled Baby Yoda into the sun. I would cancel Disney Plus and never go to a Disney park ever again. <gasps> Baby Yoda merch is coming. That's oh, what they've cute. said. They're like, "Yes, Baby Yoda merch is coming," and I was like, "Yes." So Baby Yoda merchandise yes, if which, you don't know what baby yoda merch means it's baby but, yoda merchandise but they have to like here's the thing what are they gonna call it you can't call it baby like like in the official merchandise it's yes. got to have a name right it's got to have like i mean they could in the show they call it the child yeah which that's what they'll probably call it. but that's what i love too a lot of these characters their names aren't said because their names don't matter oh i like it a lot of it's like the client right or the child or the Mandalorian. Right. But, uh, yeah. So this, this show is very, very good. The first three episodes tied together could have been a movie and would have been better than solo. Wow. Hands down. The first three episodes of the Mandalorian are a better story than solo. Like I will fight someone on that. I, I enjoyed solo. Saw it like three times in theaters, but the Mandalorian is such a good story. And it doesn't do stupid gimmicks. Like, there's one point in Solo where he's, like, signing up to be with the Empire. And the theme, Darth Vader's theme is, like, playing as their music. That is so stupid. Oh, that is stupid. So you're telling me that that's in-universe? Like, they know that that's, that's dumb. The Imperial March is in-universe? Okay, sure, fine, whatever. But for me, The Mandalorian doesn't really do any of that. Okay. It doesn't do any, like, hokey there's alien races that show up again from like the original. It's just, I could talk about the Mandalorian forever. It is just so good. Okay. Like I, I really, really, really like it. It's, I'd put it in rogue one category where it's like, what is this? Like you're going to, this is what star Wars should always feel like awesome. when you do a new star Wars, it should be an interesting story with interesting characters right. where sure we get some maybe small characters that come back like the concept of a Mandalorian. Great. Right. Cool. We know what Mandalorians are. That's fine. Perfect. But yeah, it's so good. Well, and I'm enjoying Disney Plus, even though I haven't watched it as much as you, because there are certain things that you can poke. Yeah. So like, okay, what do I watch? So they, what I found was series, TV series or movie series. And there's so much, like I started watching Disney's Doug. Dude. I love Doug. Yeah. Um, and so I was going to just kind of go and watch the series that I maybe haven't seen all of. Yeah. And it's just fun and I'm enjoying it. I. we There's one thing I want to talk about with Disney Plus. Go ahead. I said all the, we said poor, all the Pixar shorts are on there. Okay. Yes. And then how do you, what do you feel about Pixar shorts? They're sad. Right. They're all sad. They're not all sad. They're all so sad. They're like heart wrenching. Now they're was one there have been a couple that like i don't know if they debut i definitely saw one of these on youtube before like so i don't think they're disney plus originals but they like the place that you can mainly watch them is disney plus okay uh, there's three no there's four i think one of them is called float and it's sad okay don't want to talk about don't it. talk about it one of them is called pearl and it's interesting 
because uh, it says a bad word in it. Oh, yeah. We don't want to talk uh, about But it. it's good. It's about knitting. It's right? about sort of. Oh, um, she's a ball of yarn. She's something. a ball of yarn. Uh, it, and then there's Kit Bowl, which, okay, Pixar, you're going to do this to me? You're going to make this fun little short about this fun little cat? And I'm going to go, ha, 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 ha. And you're going to put something like that in there, Pixar? We're not going to tell you. So It's sad. It's probably not for kids. Do you think I it's mean, for kids? Uh, they won't get it, but it's mm, not good. Yeah. But I audibly uh, exclaimed some words that I cannot repeat on this podcast when I was watching it. Because I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, so like, what? What the heck? Like, don't do that to me. I'm trying to sit here and watch Disney Plus and join my day. You go, hey, what if you cried? <laughs> That's right. What and if you then, were crying right now, Ruben? And then like bow makes me cry. Bow. But, okay. Here's the thing though. Is this is what I love now with Disney Plus? Is you said all the Disney Plus shorts are, or all the Pixar shorts are sad? Every single one. I said no, they're not. And you said yes, they are. And then I and then you made me. I made you watch Lava, which is sad. You cried. You I all, cried. You cried uh, in Lava before it ended. I know. I said to you. I told you. And I was like, Will you just watch? <laughs> I know. That pretty much was our. But it was good. But it was sad. And that's just what I've seen. Or the La Luna. Something yeah, didn't like Grandpa that, die or something? Um, no, it's something, but it's it's not necessarily sad, and it starts at the end, but it's oh, just yeah, they, yeah, and also bow. Okay, here's the thing. Next time I go see a Pixar movie, yeah, I better not have no sad. Wah wah wah. Everything sucks. Sometimes they just do, and but it's that's just not so, fair. I know it has to be something cute, but anyway. Yeah, what if it's just like a little monkey? And he's like, look at this banana, and they farts, and it's over. They have to watch like this Yay, movie because that's all. I love Pixar. Man, they're really relying on. What if you cried right now? Yeah, like they're like, I get it, Pixar. And I do. So and I you, yeah, I do cry. With. You make good movies, and they make me cry. But like, maybe not all Pixar movies have to make me cry. Mm. Like, what about that? Mm. Is Onward Pixar? That looks fun. Onward. It's the one with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, and they're little trolls or goblins or gnomes or something. Yeah, I think that does not look. Good. It looks so much fun. No. Did you see the new trailer where they bring their dad back? They're trying to bring their dad back because they got a magic spell. No. They can only bring his. They bring his legs back. Oh, yeah. So he's like running around. They put like a mop on top. Yeah, I don't think it looks good. So let me see. Anything else we need to talk about? Oh, so worth. I'm sorry, but it's so worth $6.99 plus tax. Oh, yeah. Well, it's I, tax. Yeah. I don't think it's tax. Okay. Well, anyway, $6.99. So, so worth it. Um, There's also, which I haven't watched, the High School Musical, the series. I, I want to. I just haven't seen it. Oh, I watched Encore. And how was that? It was fine. Okay. Here's the thing with Encore. I'm okay. going to get on a tangent a little bit. This show, Encore, it's like, what if these old people who were in high school and they're old, okay, they're old now, they're all old, but they were in a musical in high school. Right. Because uh, they're old and it was a long time ago. And what if they came back and did it now as adults? Isn't that funny? Because they're old. I was like, yeah, this rules. Look at these old people being bad at musical theater. And episode one is very funny. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. It's Annie. It's Annie. That's what I'm looking at, Ruben. I'm and sorry. And episode two, and they're, they're, they're from 1996, okay? Yes. And I'm like, ha, 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 old. And episode two, they're like, hey, stupid. What if these next group were also so old? And I was like, yeah, show me the old people. And they graduated high school in 2007. Yes. And I graduated in 2008. And I was like, this show sucks and it's bad. Okay. And the new episode. 1992, I think. 1992, so you were two. The Sound of Music. I, so here's what I think is kind of cool, though. They do a different musical because it's the so musical they did in high school. Annie yeah. is from Santee, California. Yeah, San Diego-ish. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is from Saginaw, Texas. Ooh. I almost said Michigan. Saginaw, Texas. Mm -hmm. And then The Sound of Music 
is from Flint, Michigan. Uh-oh. No. I, anyway. Let's talk about their water. Yes. So I haven't watched this. Again, stuff I really want to see. I just it's haven't. It's fine. Like, it's okay. It's kind of puff PC. But also, like, they clearly are avoiding certain conversations. Oh, okay. Like, because one guy's, like, clearly a Trump supporter. And, like, they kind of, like, edge away from him ever acknowledging that. But you're like, this dude. This dude right. loves Trump. Um, oh, okay. Because uh, he also... It, but even he has a very... Int- he's a very, very interesting story. He's a, he's a guy who's balding. Okay. But he, does, but he has to play Daddy Warbucks. But he doesn't want to shave his head, even though it's very thin. And he doesn't really realize why he doesn't want to do it until he kind of says it out loud. And he just says it because it reminds him when he had cancer. And oh. the one thing he could not do, he could still go to school. He could still hang out with his friends, even though they told him, no, no, no. The one thing he could not do was keep his hair. It all fell out anyway. <sighs> and and he was like, he realized, he was like, that's why. He goes, I never realized that's why. He just reminded me of that and he didn't want to do that anymore. And even though I'm bald, I'm not bald. And it's different. Right. I have hair. Yeah. And he finally, he shaved it all off and it was like, oh, but even that, like, that's the Trump supporter guy. He's probably not a Trump supporter. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, well, good. Well, I think that, I mean, we love it. I I'm, Yeah, Disney Plus rules. I'm not disappointed. I think it's been really good. Some people online are like, who over the age of nine is excited for Disney Plus? And I'm like, uh, me, you big ding dong. Well, and and then I go to their house and I beat them up. It's no, that guy who no, went on a no. bad date with you. Oh my gosh, she's back. No, I beat him up again. No. So the only thing is, it was interesting the first day or so. People were complaining. Oh, it doesn't work. I can't. I've been on the phone. I mean, I had some trouble, but I also knew that it was a brand new thing, and I had yeah. said that I was afraid it was going to break. It didn't break. It just was overloaded. Like because I texted you on my break one day and said. It's broken. It was four o'clock. And you said, yeah, mom, on the East Coast, people are done with dinner and they're watching TV. Yeah. So Saturdays, I found that Saturdays are a little bit harder to watch. Yeah. But, but just be patient. Yeah. You know, so it's great. I'm not disappointed. No, not at all. They're going to keep adding new stuff. They're going to keep doing the episodes. There's still like National Geographic stuff I haven't even watched. Yeah, I'm bothered. All of the documentary stuff. I'm very interested. The animal documentary stuff. So, uh, seriously, though, like when people go, why would you even watch it? And I'm like, I've watched one episode of Recess and one episode of Teacher's Pet, which are old shows. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like the main stuff I'm watching is not shot at kids. Right. Probably not the best phrasing there. Not designed for children. Right. It's definitely. Well, that's I think they're shooting for the whole family. You yeah. know, but that's what I mean. It's like, I don't think kids will like World no. According to Jeff Goldblum. Definitely I not. I don't think kids will like the Imagineering story. I don't think kids, well, kids will probably like the Mandalorian, which by the way, yes, man, does the Mandalorian get a little intense with the violence. Oh, I was kind of like, you can do this on Disney plus. Also Simpsons movies on Disney plus. Yeah. You want to know what's in that movie? No. A wiener. Oh, I don't want to know. Bart's little wiener. I don't even want to. The only little wiener on Disney plus is Bart Simpson's little wiener. You know what I find interesting is not that. That is weird that that's their marketing is, hey, you want to see a little wiener? Yeah, no. What I find interesting is that when, because I have watched a couple of movies or I have watched things, that there's the warning, and I'm watching it on my phone. It says rated this for this, this, this. I'm like, oh, thanks, Disney Plus. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, like like what I was saying with uh, my movie on Google, where it was like. Yeah. Yeah. It tells tells you, and I think that that's really good. So, okay. Anything else you want to mention about Disney Plus? 
Uh, no. It's great. Hey, check and see, because I'm going to do our, our, oh, should we, we do Hallmark? We didn't get any emails. I already checked. What? Oh. All right. I only have three this time. Oh, boy. You, uh, but uh, what, I thought you had like nine, Mom. I did on the Patreon only episode. Ooh. So if you would like to hear me go on and on and on about Hallmark movies and hear me throw snowballs at Ruben. How many <laughs> snowballs? <laughs> like that. Two? For what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, three. Um, go to our Patreon. Yes. Support us. If you go to the Patreon page and you are already a patron, uh, there is an RSS an RSS feed. Uh, you can't get it on like Apple Podcasts or anything. I mean, maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't think you can. Uh, so you will have to go to the Patreon to subscribe. Uh, if you are unsure, and I can always Google this and I can find out too. Uh, I believe you can add an RSS feed to. Apple Podcasts, I know with other podcast apps you can. So if you go to our Patreon, there's like a little link that says, here's the RSS feed. And you copy that and you can post it. I believe, again, I know other apps can do this. I do not know if Apple Podcasts can do this. It says add an RSS feed. You add it there. Anything that we post is automatically going to show up in your podcasting application. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so I only have three because oh, we did good. so many that there's only three. Thank but guess what? what? Don't forget, starting tomorrow what? for eight days, every night Hallmark is going to have one. So our next episode will have like 10. What? Okay. So there's only three. Okay. Give me a title. Christmas Under the Stars. This sucks. No, it doesn't. Christmas Under the Stars. Okay. I got okay. it. Okay. Big city businesswoman specifically. Okay. Big city Hollywood businesswoman. Okay. She is a consultant to the stars. And she wants to go home for Christmas to see her mom and dad. And her dead somebody. Somebody died. I'm going to say it's either one of the parents or a family member is dead. She wants to go see them, but she can't because she's working for a Scrooge-like celebrity who doesn't believe in Christmas. Uh, and then... She falls in love with someone, could be that guy or a different person, but she falls in love and the, under the stars is a, rel, is, a, is a metaphor. It's not like star stars, it's celebrities. So she's Christmas under the stars. How close was that? Not even close. This sucks. Actually, that what was good about this one, I think, is it made it a little different. So this one is about is, a monkey. It's actually about a guy who is an investment banker and I kind of lost part of it, but he does something and their company loses a bunch of money and he gets fired. Bummer. So he's walking around the city kind of just trying to figure out what he's going to do and he's kind of dressed up and this Christmas tree guy, older gentleman, says, hey, can you help me? Because... And he's like, why would you ask me to help you? He's like, because you're tall. Because I'm Santa. So he's trying, no, he's trying to put the lights up and he's just, and he's older and he moves slow and stuff. Yeah. So, so we meet this guy, I can't remember his character's name. And he, he start actually the Christmas tree guy offers him a job. He said, you just look like you need some happiness. And there's this whole story about Gives him. drugs. No, him and the Christmas tree guy. And then. The Christmas tree guy's partner had just passed away, and it's the grand, it's, your what? Nothing. Continue. Oh. The daughter and his um, grandson 
go and visit the Christmas tree guy all the time. What are you? Stop Nothing. doing that. I don't know what you're doing. Go and visit. And then this guy, the Jesse, I guess. I don't know what the actor's name I think is Jesse. He and Autumn Reeser, who I love, get kind of, of course, they get together. It's a hallmark. But what makes it, it the whole story is just so different. And what... It, it seems like the theme for almost all of the Hallmark movies is one of the actors has a child. Mm -hmm. Well, what makes this one different is they're talking about it. And he, Jesse, the the main guy says to Autumn Reese or something about your son. And she said, well, he's not really my son. He's adopted. I was, he, he was my very first foster child and I was so terrible at it. I just adopted him. You know, that she, she, foster, you keep them for a while and then they move on to someone else. She said, I just fell in love with them so much. I just, I just adopted them. Um, So very different. I really liked this one. So you weren't anywhere close, but it was really good. It was different. It's not always the same thing. I give it. Yeah. Five snowballs. You ready? I I actually changed your ranking. No. It's zero to two. So you have to give it two. Five snowballs. Ready? Okay. (laughs) I'm throwing them at you. You're hitting the cat in the driveway. <laughs> that was the window. <laughs> Another window. Oh! That was okay. an old person. Aw. Okay. So then there's another one. Or a goat. <laughs> right before Christmas. And right is spelled W-R-I-T-E. All right. Right before Christmas. Uh-huh. All right. This is someone. All right. Now that I know that these... Look, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get crafty because that last one got crafty, so I'm gonna get crafty with this one. Okay. Right before Christmas is about a person who answers letters to Santa Claus. Like, so you know, like when kids si- send their letters uh-huh. and they put them in the box at the the mall. This person writes back, and this person writes back as Santa. And I'm gonna say that somebody that this kid kept getting so attached to these letters that they kept writing Santa back, and this person felt so bad that they and they kept responding as Santa. And eventually, this per- this person, like something happened where the kids saw the the address and wanted to go see Santa. And it wasn't Santa. It was this person. And then the kids, single parent, and this person fell in love. How close was that? So it's kind of funny because you're not at all close to this movie. Oh, yeah? But what you're close to was last year's movie, Love Always, Santa. I probably just remembered. I was probably just subconsciously remembering yeah, the other Yeah, because that's one. exactly, that was Love Always, Santa. Oh, well, all right. So I just lost my page. Oh, I lost my page. Bummer. Um, right before Christmas. Where is my page? Uh, we might as well just do another bit. I'll no, read some Amazon. No, no, here. Right before Christmas, I lost it, but I'll find it. Oh, it's right here. I'm going to have to put my mic down for a second. Oh, good. Yeah, that's great audio. Yeah, just slam it with your head. That's perfect. Right Before Christmas is about a girl who has this boyfriend and he doesn't do Christmas. He doesn't do holidays. He's very busy. He's very, like, he doesn't do jokes. It's he called doesn't do Judaism. Anything. No, no, not that. And <laughs> she loves Christmas. That was funny. She loves- you can't tell me that wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. Okay. She does holiday traditions. Her family does holiday traditions. She's all about holiday traditions. Yeah. And then she's in a store, big giant plug for Hallmark. She finds these five really cool cards. So she buys them for him. No, 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 no. Wait, yes. She finds Hallmark Christmas cards? Well, it doesn't say Hallmark, but they're the new poppable 
They're like 3D popped. Oh They're super. Gosh. So anyway, she really wants him to love Christmas. So she buys these five cards. No. And then he breaks up with her. Good. So then what she does is she sends them to five people who really had to do with important parts of her life. Okay. I it's, hate this. In and of itself, it could have been a great film. It could have been a five, a five snowball movie. I hate it. But the problem was there were too many storylines. Yeah. And it just became too much. And it was storylines we like. So she writes to her aunt who raises her and her brother, which is fantastic. It was a great storyline. And her aunt, her aunt's husband, she's older, of course, not older, older, but I know older. Um, and her aunt's had lost her husband three years ago or two years ago. Hope she found him. No, but, th but then she meets a dog and the dog's owner and the dog's, this guy is not really the owner. He's just trying to find a foster, um, you know, his forever home for the dog. And that whole storyline was so cute and I loved it. Lolita Davidovich, Davidovich, Grant show, fantastic. You just put a spell on me. No, I didn't. And then, then the girl also writes um, a card to her brother, who's in the services, who's in the service, and then he meets a girl and all that. Yeah, it was all right. Then she writes. I hate this movie. A letter to a um, to her music teacher because she is a cello player, and this this music teacher has really helped her be who she is when she was a little kid well the music teacher is in africa or something and the sun comes well hello there's a little romance what anyway then the fifth card that she sends it to which this whole storyline was so stupid and didn't need to be in there was like a guy john stamos <laughs> a guy from a boy band that helped that his music helped her when she was going through a hard time so all these storylines, there's too much going on in a two-hour time I'm going to go crawl span. under a, under a okay, rock. wait a minute. And there's too much. So I only am going to give it three snowballs. It sounded like you really didn't like it, so maybe you should give it one less than three because three is like middle of the road, and this sounds like you really okay, didn't like it. Okay, I'll give it one snowball. I think you liked it more than one, though, because you said you liked it a little bit. <laughs> so I, why are you shaking your head like that? I think right in between... One and three is where this movie goes. And Two how snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> there. All right. Last one. You missed me because I was laughing. This one is called. Okay. So it's it's kind of like a two, but it's not. A two is in. It's called a Godwink Christmas colon meant for love. This was last year, wasn't it? Godwink was last year. Godwink Christmas. This is the second one. This is Godwink Christmas too. Well, they don't call it Godwink Christmas too, because they call it a Godwink Christmas colon meant for love. Could have called it two God two wink Christmas. No. Anyway. Two Godwink, two Christmas. Tell me what it's about. I don't care. Okay. Godwink Christmas. Hold on. God, I do not remember the original plot of a Godwink. So God, well, a hold God on. Wink I got is, this. I got this. Okay. Wait. Tell me the original plot. Is it about the same characters? No. So the plot's just replicated. That's what well, it is, right? Well, and it even got me confused because, and honestly, Kathy Lee Gifford is in the what? first one and the second one. Two different ladies. No, it's the same lady, but I think she's playing two different characters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's confusing. Okay, so it's an anthology series on the Godwink franchise. Yes. So the Godwink franchise, Godwink, oh boy, G 
God Wink Christmas. What's this, the subtitle? Meant for Love. Meant for Love. Santa Claus is found dead in a gutter. No, you can't use that every time you can't think of anything. Look, this is stupid. I literally have nothing for this one. Okay, so basically what a God Wink is, is coincidences that keep bringing people together. Serendipitous occasions. Exactly. So this is a story. They couldn't call it serendipity because that's already a thing. Right. This is about a girl and a guy and things keep happening. happening I'm going to take they... a nap. What? I'm going to take a nap. No, I'm not going to talk a long time on this one. But things just keep happening. So they keep running into each other and then Literally. oh hi. And then they find out that they're going to a, the same wedding because like her his cousin is marrying her cousin and then so they end up riding together and then when she goes to when he goes to drop her off at home he's a businessman he's staying at the hotel across from where she lives creepy no it's not creepy it's just again it's a god wink so and then at the very keeps, end do you know what happens they fall in love samuel jackson shows up and goes I'm assembling a team called the God Winkers. No. So there is a God little bit. Winkers. God Winkers. That sounds naughty. But <laughs> there is a little bit of a serious storyline. Look line. at my God Winker. There is a little bit of a story, a serious storyline. Kind of gave me back to an affair to remember. One Yikes. of those old. No, no, no. Something happens to the girl. Because she keeps getting this tingling in her hands and she keeps, like, she falls down a lot. and st- oh. Just like she trips. Yee. They come to find out. Do you want to know or no? She's got like a brain thing. No, she's the beginning of multiple sclerosis. Yikes. Yeah. And so then she pulls away from this guy because she's like, it's not fair to him. We're just new at getting together and all that. Yeah. Well, of course... Things change and every... I mean, things don't change, but yeah. her perspective changes. Her family kind of changes in their perspective of different things. I don't really want to... It's pretty good. So it's a typical Hallmark, a little bit not as good as the first God Wink because that was new and kind of fun. This was just kind of... Huh. Boopy. So I, it was okay. It was right in the middle. So three, three snowballs. <laughs> you would say it's right in the middle? It's right in the middle. It it was not terrible. It was not great. It was right in the middle. That's fair. So, all right. Uh, do I need to do our stick tonight? Or yeah, nothing? send us an email. KTMAshow at gmail.com. We have a Facebook. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMAshow at Twitter. We have a Patreon. You could hear the Hallmark episode. You can hear special episodes. Only if you sponsor us for at least a dollar a month. At least a dollar. we would really appreciate. That'd be dope. Um... And lots of, oh, you can get our merchandise at tpublic, teepublic.com. Yeah. And what's what's next week, Ruben? Well, hold on. Oh, did I skip something? Yeah, you always ask me a very specific question. You haven't asked me that question yet. What are you going to buy me for Christmas? What? (laughs) How's comedy going? No, what are you going to buy me for Christmas, Ruben? I'm not going to answer that. Why do you make that face? That's, I don't know. How's your comedy going, Ruben? Fine. Okay. No, I have two shows coming up. I have a show tomorrow, so Saturday, the 23rd. That's tomorrow. Yes, Saturday the 23rd. At Bean Scene in Sunnyvale, I'm doing 20 minutes. Uh, so it's get ready. so good. Well, 
Get ready to hear me. Ready? Here's here's 20 minutes compacted. Blah, blah, blah. I'm ugly. Okay, good night, everybody. No, um, you're amazing. You're really funny, and you're clean usually. Usually. Sometimes it doesn't, but, well, it's okay. Yeah. When I bring you up, it gets incredibly vulgar. No, it does um, not. Don't say that. That's rude. Um, anything else? Uh, yeah, I got Pick Your Poison, my monthly comedy show. Yes. Uh, that I run. I am I don't always host it, uh, or I'm, I'm not, like, always on stage for it, but I do run it. Uh, and that is on Tuesday, the 26th. It's going to be a good Clandestine Brewing in downtown San Jose. I'm so excited. You're doing so great. I'm so proud of you. It's very fun. I love to produce and I love to do comedy. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Who'd, who'd have thunk two years ago? Yeah. Because you've only been doing it a year and a half now, almost two Yeah. Years. So I've been doing this show longer than I've been doing comedy. Right. But who'd have thunk when even we started this? Yeah. With that you would have do stand up yeah i never never really wanted i mean i wanted to do it but i never was like i'm gonna do it and now you're doing it and you're doing great and i think you're amazing thanks mom you're welcome all right next week's theme i'm excited yes we we'll just say what we're what we're doing yeah because because we and we already kind of told each other what we had to watch because we wanted to make sure that what you'll get it when we say thing we want to make sure that these movies were available i think is the best word exactly and one of yeah because it's like we don't know when we're gonna be able to watch these because it's a little different uh, okay, we'll just say we're watching still in theaters. Yes, because or, or we, it's been a long now. time since we've done about one. about a year. Yes. So we're watching in theaters. Okay, you have a choice: 2019 or 2019. I choose 2019. Actually, November of 2019 or November of 2019. I choose November 2019. Which one? The first one or the second one? Well, you already know what you're going to watch, maybe, and I know what maybe I'm. I, maybe I switched it. You didn't tell me. You're watching. What if I made you watch Frozen Two? I'm not going to make you watch that because. Well, I know all the little kids in my school were going to go this weekend. Ugh. I know. I don't want to see that quite you yet. You are watching Knives Out. I've se- I hadn't seen it until you started like telling me about yeah. it, and it looks pretty good. It's a whodunit. It's got Chris Evans in it. It's got a lot and, of people in it. And Francis McDormand. And, and Daniel Craig. I don't think... F- and Jamie Curtis. Who am I thinking of? Who's the one that's not Francis McDormand? Tony Collette? Is Tony Collette in it? Yes, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, Jamie too. Lee Curtis is in it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it looks really good. And you're going to watch something that I can't wait. I might go see it this weekend. We'll see. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, the Mr. Rogers movie. It's not what it's called. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's the documentary. Oh, my goodness. Bummer. I'm watching the documentary. Bye. No, sorry. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't it. wait. It'll be good. I'm waiting. So, I can't wait. Can't wait? Can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't, can't wait. wait. Can't wait for it. So, all right. So okay, next week so next we're week, doing, go ahead, babe. Won't you be my neighbor? And? Knives out. Won't you be my knives out? <laughs> no, that's funny. That'll be the title. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, everyone.